Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you had that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of the Evolved Talk in the Century. My name is Niimana Ayamutenga Rabori and welcome to another installment. Yay! You know what? I'm so excited. I don't know why I'm excited. I just, you know, I enjoy our, our time together. So I don't know if you enjoy our time together, but I enjoy our time together. So let's get on to it. What do we have to talk about today? We have a lot of things to actually talk about today okay i'll get right up into it up to the stories that we're going to talk about today um so how was your week um how was your week how's your week going how's everything going how's life going are you drinking your water are you minding your business are you minding yourself are you like doing everything according to what you're supposed to be doing like are you doing it are you doing it? Because if you're not doing it, boo-boo, then there's a problem. You should be minding your business and drinking your water. But I had not to mind my business for some time so that I can give you like something informative about what's going on around you and around pop culture South Africa and around um, our world. So let's get to the stories of today. I went on Twitter and then I just saw, like, okay, not I did this story, I didn't see it on Twitter actually. My friend sent me, like, oh, girl, see this story that's going on with Klamla Dandal. I'm like, what did Klamla do now? Because I, like, I see his clamory a lot on social media. Klamla Dandal is an South African actor. So he posted something on Instagram. I don't have Instagram, so that's the post. I saw it like on a screenshot. So he sent me the screenshot. I was like, oh, just look at this. I was like, oh. What has he done now? Because Yamaz was like your life's this clownery things. So then I open the 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 the, the, the picture and I see him saying that the guy just oh, apparently slept with his wife. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I see on Twitter it was trending because when I saw that I was like, that's clownery. Why would you go? to social media and publish your bedroom stuff, even if it happened. Why are you publishing the whole thing on social media? Um, though we know that people um, really um, like attack women for cheating more than men, and that was expected. But the way he handled it, it was just clownery. 
Like, people were like, that's clamoury. Like, why would you... It's childish for the right word. It's childish what he did. So it's like, why would you put your things on social media like that? Your bedroom stuff. That's what I was thinking. And then when I went there, a lot of people had my thoughts. They're like, that's just jokes. And then apparently, okay, has about three. I think if I'm not mistaken, three kids that are not um like from different mothers. So he has been cheating on the poor girl, and the girl just was like, uh-uh, not me, I wanna taste other waters, because now you've been tasting waters, and you've been fertilizing the seeds, so I need to, you know, test other waters, so what do you think about this whole story, because now it's, 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 it, it, it evoke a lot of conversation, though the woman was not really attacked, because of his clownery, or the way he handled it, but, but in the society, women actually attack more when they cheat than men are actually attacked. So, what's your thoughts around that matter? When, um, when, 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 when someone cheats, when when a woman cheats, why are they attacked more than a man is attacked? Is it just natural for a man to cheat, um, um, than a woman to cheat? Because some would say that if a woman cheats, then the relationship is over. So. What's your thoughts around that issue? Because I, it evoked a lot of conversation around it, like on women cheating. Because actually, it is, you know, that it, women say that it is, okay, most women, I think so too, that women actually are the ones that cheat more than men. What? Yes. Women actually more cheat more than men. Because women, this other woman is like, we cheat more than men. Like, the, the, the reason we able to hide it is because we keep it to ourselves we don't like women can keep secrets bubble women can keep secrets um we keep it to ourselves right as a man you're going to tell your friend you're going to tell your security you're going to tell your whatever and it's not like a secret you know um and it's not like a big thing it's not a big thing you know to cheer for a man but for a woman they cheat but they don't really um expose themselves they don't need to expose themselves so that's 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 (laughs) that's the theories and i think it's true what's your thoughts do you think women cheat more than men or is it the other way around and what's your thoughts around women cheating why are they treated like that by the society than men cheating because when a man cheats it's normal it's treated as okay it's happening as a man you know they're supposed to do it but when i as a woman cheat and now it's like a society thing why they should cheat why that that what she's a hoe she's a girl what 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 I think it's something that we need to address as 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 as, 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 as people. Like, I don't understand why do we have to attack women for cheating. Then, because also men do the same thing, but they're not attacked. Why? You get me. You feel me. I think you're on the same page. So that was the story um, that I found interesting. Um, that was trend, one of the trending stories on Twitter that I found interesting, and I wanted to evoke the conversation around it, that, um, what's your thoughts around it, when a woman cheats, is it acceptable enough for a woman to cheat, for a man to cheat, than a woman to cheat, and when a woman cheats, um, is it a problem, 
how it bigger how big is that problem because the society makes it look like it's a really big it's ex- uh, big for a woman to cheat than a man to cheat although you know he's already had three girlfriends three girl, I mean three women that he slept with and he made babies with boo I mean babies with three so this woman has just been caught with this one man and I don't think maybe okay probably but uh, girl I think as a woman uh, uh this is evoking another conversation, polygamy and polyandry, which is growing, growing, growing. I, for one, my opinion is on, on polygamy. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I was actually thinking about it. I don't know why when I do this show, I always have this issue with my nose because it's annoying when I listen to this audience. Guys, I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you just annoyed. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So, I was thinking of, 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 sorry guys, I was thinking of polygamy, I'm like, okay, I don't actually have a problem with polygamy myself. I would be in a polygamous relationship. Um, there's sort of like benefits to it, um, though there's disadvantages around it, but um, there are also advantages um, that you could, you know, find. I was watching this show. Um, it's a reality show, an American reality show. Um, Sister Wives. I think it has Sister Wives on the reality something something channel. Reality channel TV. On DSTV. So, I was really like, oh, this is, you know, good. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Though, I know there's like the upside part and you know there's also like a good part to it i don't know and maybe i'm weird then there's polyandry and i'm thinking of polyandry as polyandry is when a woman takes um i was looking at polyam polyandry or poly polyamas or something like that when a woman takes more like men like two men or three whatever done it's, it's it's the opposite of, of polygamy so my thoughts to that, my personally, I wouldn't. Um, I, I feel like it's customly, like it's how we were raised that makes it, you know, what makes things acceptable. Because I was raised in a polygamous family, um, uh, so there wasn't really like big things like chaos, whatever. There wasn't really that. Um, it was good. It, still cocaine but it's no longer the same because my grandfather's no longer there so now it's not as it was then but we okay you know we just okay we just okay so i wouldn't see a problem with that but then again polyandry or polyamorous or whatever um i personally wouldn't want to do it i thought it would be such a work to do with two men I can't even do with one man, but two men, three men. Woo! Because when I, the reason I want to call you is that you can go and I'll be free, you know, like, I don't want to be, I don't want him to be on my face every day. Like, he can go and at least I know who he is with. 
It's not like he's going to cheat and on, on, on all that. He can go to otherwise. Not like the people that I know. You understand? I don't want him to just go to people that I don't know. Go to the ones that I know that are official. Um, maybe it's nicer to cheat. Like people say it's much nicer to cheat. The thrill that comes with cheating is <laughs> than, you know, I don't know. But I feel um, I would be more comfortable if I know the person. I know the the person that is going to. So, polyandry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that for myself. But what do you think? Would you consider polyandry or marrying more multiple men? Are you going to be able to handle a child? Yes, it's possible, but I don't know. It's just, I, I think it's our mind. It's our mind accustomed to that a man is supposed to have more women or rather, a man is the one that can have that, not a woman. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, in, I'm making sense. So that was like a conversation that came with the whole thing. So what's your thoughts? I need to hear your thoughts. Guys, you can actually send messages on podcast. Right there on the description, babies, um, there is a link right on your podcast. There is a link that you can actually send me um voice messages i can hear your voice the child i can even put it on the podcast how about that please send through those messages send them through so another story another story um that was trending you know i went on twitter i was preparing the show midnight and then i was on twitter and then i see k naomi training number one like, this girl has been training for, some, like, wrong reasons, um, even in the past. I'm like, girl, what has this girl done now? And then, apparently, the, um, um, do I have this tweet? Um, let me just check the tweet. I think I screenshot the tweet. Because, girl, mm-mm, I was not happy. <laughs> she was like, I hate bipolar people. You can't always switch up. Choose your vibes and be about them. I hate, you know, okay, let me just dissect this whole K Naomi thing, right? Let me dissect this K Naomi thing. Um, I, for one, you know, I've heard people speaking, are you a bipolar? Especially about, are you a bipolar? And most of us, when we said this bipolar thing, we didn't actually realize that it's actually a condition and it's a serious condition, it's a serious mental condition that someone doesn't choose to be like that. So I don't I think I've been guilty at some point of saying, um, okay, I don't know, but I think I've had okay and I know I've had people saying that ah that one is bipolar. You know, they easily that the meaning the, like meaning around it was that you easily forget what you said or easily do um stuff like you say something and then you do the opposite. So you forgot what you said or you said something and you forgot that you said something and then you act another way. Something like that. So you'd say that someone is bipolar by that. And we didn't actually, like at that time, people were not, myself, let me speak for myself, I didn't, was didn't was not aware of the that bipolar is actually a serious mental health issue that you cannot really make a joke about it like that. So Many people, especially in the castes, black people, don't really know that this is a serious problem. 
So, okay, now you're me, so I had bipolar. So, my thought when I saw it first, I'm like, it's wrong what she said. But I hope she was didn't mean it that way, you know. I hope she meant it the way that I'm thinking of, of when I was still in the blind that I didn't know. How bad, how bad is bipolar? Like, how, how is that bipolar is actually a mental health issue um that is serious so when i saw that i was like probably that's what she meant but it's it sounds so wrong and i hope she deleted that tweet because it was in the midnight so i hope she deleted that tweet because you cannot really make fun of people going through um something that they did not choose to have bipolar is a serious mental health condition and now that i know better i do better so if she knew that it was a condition then um she should have said it better that's why we have this segment this segment you knew better but she didn't do better so we don't know whether naomi kena yomi um knew better because it's a reality that most people don't actually know about this condition they don't know about um bipolar um depression they might make jokes around it because they know the words, but they don't actually know what it means. So we can just assume, I think that's a word. We can just assume that people know. Um, so they would say things that are, um, they would say things that um offensive because they don't know. So our job is to educate them. It's just like in the LGBTQI community, people would say things that are offensive to the LGBTQI community, but um, for those who are willing to learn, it's important to impart the knowledge that when you say this, this is actually uh, offensive. You know, when you say it like that, it's offensive to another person. So it's important to educate, impart knowledge. And for those who educate, for those who are receiving education, to receive it. And, you know, again, uh, at the same time, acknowledge their mistakes. So I hope on Kenayomi, I haven't updated the story Uti, what happened, but I hope Kenayomi has, um, you know, learned because I've seen people other teaching uh, other, on the comments teaching out, girl, you can't really make a joke on this because it's a serious issue and all that. So I hope she didn't mean it like that, and now she learned that for futures she can't make jokes around that. But if she knew, I go. I don't know if I should save you, girl, because if you knew and you said that's wrong, because I didn't choose to be bipolar, I didn't choose to be depressed, I didn't choose this mental condition, this is just me. So I was just saying it in her perspective, you know, in, 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 in not in a perspective, but in, in what could be her perspective at that time, because she didn't know. We can just expect that someone is in the public figure, then they know everything. No, we constantly have to learn new things. And you as a public figure, you as a normal person, regular person, you have a responsibility of learning each and every day. When you say something wrong, you need to say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. We all don't know everything, but we learn every day about everything and everything. Mm -hmm. I think I spoke a word. Sorry about the child. I speak, I think I spoke a word. So, Kay Naomi, I really hope she has apologized for the tweet um, because it came out wrong. 
we don't know i don't know um what she meant but i was just looking for other perspectives on 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 on, on, on that issue okay and then i was watching tv um checkpoint it was trending again Oh, our government, guys, my heart was aching. I felt like crying, like, honestly. I'm not, like, joking, guys. I felt like crying. Because what just happened is that, um, on Checkpoint, Checkpoint is a, is a TV show, uh, investigative journalism. It plays on a South African channel called ETV. Um, so, this week, um, but he... On the, I, I'm just gonna read a tweet <coughs> on their Twitter account. Um, they're like, the promise was to train and employ fifteen thousand young people, an estimated three billion rands later on war on leaks program, and it totally collapsed with absolutely no evidence that a single leak was fake. So, water and sanitation department, the Department of Water and Sanitation, um, in South Africa had implemented a program called War on Leaks because they when they said they when they implemented it the reason was that um they are losing billions of rents because of leaks um there are leaks in communities that are not being fixed and with that water is being wasted and they are losing money through those leaks and they started this program and then they had trained the plan was to train this 15000 employees um young people and employ them. So we see on that show, we see these young people giving testimonies on what the program has done and the challenges that they faced with the program. So what does what happen here, right? Uh, this girl was explaining that when they were introduced this program they were taken that they were all in one place like about three thousand of these young people were taken to pe um they were in hotels they were some sleeping in in five stars they were happy at that time and they were hopeful um that things would become better and it she said it it, it showed that there was money in that department at that time and then they started working. Um, when they started working, they were getting a stipend of like 2.5 um, per month. And it was not enough because most of them didn't work from home. They were had, they had to be um, taken to another place. Maybe if you're from Pumalanga, you're taken to um, Hamaskra. And so that was a bit... <coughs> Sorry. That was a bit um, expensive. Um, that was a bit expensive. <coughs> that was expensive, um, costly. For these young people who are getting a 2.5. 2.5 can barely um, cover your rent, your food, your transport and stuff. So it was, it was little. So there were problems now, and then that's when the complaints started, um, and all that. And they were taken to weird places for training, um, so that where people started complaining. So the person who was who was who was who was in charge of the public, Utemba public accounts, 
he was like this looks like an idea that was um, implemented in um an idea that was implemented in Chisanyama because it did not proper implementation. Money was wasted. Where did that three billion go to? And there were, the the whole purpose of the program was to save the billions that are being wasted with the water linkage. But now um the three billion is now gone. So this looks like it was a plan to loot money through this disguised problem program as you know this program that was discussed as, as as training for young people. So, guys, our government is really disappointing us big time, big time. Um, I saw the story and I was really, like, I was really, my heart was breaking. I'm, like, just putting myself in, fit of, like, I was just putting myself uh, in the positions of those young people. They spent three years. And the three years was for nothing, mind you. So just like guys, that was time is everything. Time is everything, and you can't take back time. So these people actually sold dreams to these young people because they had ultra motives. They wanted to do something else other than what they were promising. It's really disturbing for me. And it's happening. That's corruption. It's happening. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. What's your thoughts around it? It's really disturbing for me. And I just put myself in their feet and I started, I wanted to cry. Because I was like, this is really disturbing. You waste someone's time. And they can't even account for what has happened they can't account for for what has happened they didn't have a plan for what all they wanted was to loot money from that whole program that was wrong 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 i just thought like for me that was wrong yeah somebody could say that each for for each um, each one for themselves, right? Each one for themselves. But at the expense, at the expense, woo, English guys, at the expense, <laughs> at the expense of other souls, of other people. That's, woo, woo. this is a crazy world that we're living in. It needs prayers. Prayer fasting, it needs prayers. Lord bless the world that we're living in because it's wicked, it's bad. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What we see in the news is really disturbing. I, um, we here in Africa for those who listen, because I've seen that um, we have international listeners. So let me educate you here in Africa, what happens. Um, here in Africa, um, we have this thing called, like. I saw this on the news, guys. It was disturbing when they were banning this old woman because they saying she's a witch. It was in Eastern Cape, South Africa. I was disturbed. Like, where I was really disturbed. That in this 21st century, I was so stuck up to that. What is someone is a witch and then we ban. Just because, like, 
some are being banned because they look, you know, different and not so beautiful um, according to the standards of the world. Or uh, back then, some, if you're too dark, they would ban you. So that's really disturbing to hear that in this century that we're living in, those things still exist. It's really disturbing for me. Um, it's really disturbing, honestly. So yeah, those are the those are the news uh, for today. What has been what has been happening in your world, child? What has been happening in your country? Oh. Canada, hello Canada. <laughs> USA, hello okay, USA. Um, what's been going on in your country? Just share with me. I want to hear your voices. Send those voice notes. <sighs> Our world. Our world needs press. Merry moment it is. That's where we acknowledge people doing great things. Um. In the pop culture, um, that's where I acknowledge young business owners and so forth and so forth. So I want to um, acknowledge this poet, poet called Naira Wahid. Naira Wahid. Ooh, Naira Wahid, guys. I first was introduced. I was first introduced to Nahira Wahid through um, a sermon by Sarah Jake Slopet when she was preaching um, "Eat Like a King." She quoted Nahira Wahid's poem. The poem reads: "She asked, you're in love." To which I replied, "What does love look like?" Mm-mm, no. She has, because I'm, 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 I know the poem by head. I'm just, you know, you're going. She is like, she asked, you in love. What does love look like? To which I replied, love looks like everything comes, coming. Ooh. Can I just read the poem? Can you allow me to read the poem? Because I'm butchering Nahira Wahid's poem right now. But it goes something, something like that, guys. Something like that. I think. She asked, you are in love. What does love look like? To which I reply, like everything I've lost, come back to me. <laughs> if that resonates to us, you know, when I feel like it cannot also resonate to my spirituality, when God is asking, you are in love. What does love look like? Like everything that I've lost, come back to me. That's the love of God. That, that That's what the love of God means to my life. So I just want to say, maybe moment to my hero I eat for this powerful cult that she brings. I searched her and I was impressed. I'm going to look through her book, Salt. The, 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 it's it's a gem. It's a gem. It's a gem. And again, I want to 
acknowledge um, all the present. I want to give Joseph moment to all the responsible fathers. It was Father's Day, and Father's Day is not like Mother's Day, <laughs> not at all. Because like I don't know, it's just different. Um, it's not as popular. It's not as da 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 like Mother's Day. But I just want to acknowledge all the fathers out there who are responsible, who doing what they're supposed to be doing because there are numbers, the rates are very high of fathers that are not doing anything for their kids and it's it's really disheartening you know, so you as a father do something be the change, don't become part of the numbers that are not doing anything, become part of the numbers that are the change so I'm acknowledging each of you that are doing something can you give yourselves a hand if you're doing something right because we need more of you guys who are doing something right because it it does impact it does play a role in 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 the kind of people that we are raising the kind of generation that we are raising we can see we can see that the kind of generation that we are raising is an angry generation that it needs sort of guidance and does not have that masculine guidance, so it needs it. Um, so we we kind of like we are worried because that's this generation is the one guys in schools. It's no longer safe to be a teacher. We see teachers being beaten. We were watching news, and this teacher was being beaten by school kids. Girl, I'm like, this never happened. I didn't finish school not so long, but it didn't happen. You know, there's two thousand kids. Um, those kids millenniums. Are just wild, wild not in a good way, not like a wild woman, boo, but wild in a bad way. So, as a father, they need father figures, they don't have father figures. Some are being born and then they don't have other absent fathers. It's anger upon anger and upon anger, and this is what this anger brings, unfortunately. So, yeah, I think covered all the stories for today and now it's time for the snack segment snacking snack segment snacking snacking well what I have a word for you today you know it's a snack segment this is where I give you the week's advice um I gave you the snack for the week. I don't want it to end up as a meal, but I want it to be a snack, you know. So, I was supposed to, I actually taught on a church about identity. Um, I think I spoke about identity. I, I, I spoke about identity in one of the episodes. And then, went. So, guys, I love the book of Ruth, right? On the book of Ruth, um, let me just go to the book of Ruth. My Bible app is so fast. On the book of Ruth, Ruth, um, Naomi is Ruth's mother's-in-law, right? And then she went through a lot of things. Okay, let me go to Ruth, the book of Ruth. Okay. 
here we go. So on the book of Ruth, we found Naomi. So Naomi, um, she had left what she knew, her land, you know, she, she left it behind. Like where she used to stay more help, had a famine and they didn't have food. So she was forced to live with the family to a different place. So when she left to a different place, um, she lost her husband. Her husband died. So first, the first strike that she had had happening in her life was living to a different place. And then her husband dying, secondly. And then as she was recovering from her husband dying, her son died. Like, both on the side. Because that was sort of a comfort. Because the wives had kids. and I mean, the wives had wives. The... Sorry about that. The kids had wives. Yes, the kids had wives. And then that was kind of like comfort for Naomi. But then the kids died. And then she was like, what's popping? I don't understand. And she was really, let me say depressed. She was depressed um, because of what was going on around. And I could relate to what she was going through. Sometimes you were like, this has happened. And another thing is happening. Another boom is happening. And you're like, when will it ever stop? When will it ever stop? When will my time come? I feel that it's something that you say, that when will my time actually come? Because I've been crying so long. And this is just coming. The next thing is coming. The next thing is coming. But I want to see about the power for it. You know, there's power to what we speak. There's power to what we say. And you might find yourself saying, all men are dogs, right? All men are trash or dogs or whatever. Because of the men that you've encountered life with, like the ones that you you have encountered with, and that makes you think that, that makes you say that all men are dogs. That's what she will attract. I think that was personal, but... I just wanted to take it out from you that you will attract men who are trash. You will attract men who are dogs. Because you have set a precedent or you have spoken a word over your life that all men are trash. All men are dogs. That's what you attract and that's what you will get, unfortunately. So what you speak is what you get. So we see... Naomi going through the most. Life was not fair. Life was just not fair. And I could sense that I'm speaking to someone who life was not fair to them. They have been going through this on top of that, on top of the other. It's not fair at all. And you do not know what is black, what is white. But at this point, I want to encourage you. That on this word of Naomi, um, I love, I love, I'm trying to find that. Okay, okay, okay. Some, and, and just read Naomi um, chapter 2. I don't know which version does this leftovers. Okay. On verse 18, then she took it up and went into the city and her mother-in-law what and, and saw what and her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. 
So she bought out and gave it to her what she had kept back after she had been satisfied. So Naomi was gleaning, you know, back in the Bible days, there's something called gleaning. I don't know what that means. And they go and look for food, whatever. So Naomi, um, Ruth asked for permission from my mother. And I was like, can I go clean and look for food, whatever? Then I'm sure Ruth was, um, Naomi was like, sure, you can go ahead, go look for food. Because she was just going through it and she did not have happiness. She even changed her name to Mara. Please call me Mara, which means bitterness. You know, life has dealt with me bitterly. Who, yeah, life has dealt with them bitterly. Am I speaking to someone who life has dealt with them bitterly? So, Naomi ate, I mean, Ruth ate something while she was gleaning. And then when she ate, whatever she ate there, she brought leftovers. And then she gave Naomi leftovers. And those leftovers changed Naomi's life. Ruth's leftovers changed Naomi's life. What am I saying today? That your leftovers, what... You thought, you, you you see everything is moving. The world is moving. Everyone is getting a job. Everyone is moving. Everyone is getting, around you is getting a car. The fact that God has exposed you to that thing that you see is that you have access to it. The fact that you have been exposed to it means that you have access to it. So you are left to start over. She was left by her husband, by her kids, but she's starting over. I'm speaking to the person who didn't got it the first time around. Yes, I'm not throwing any shade to those who made it the first time around. But there's something special when you had to be left behind to go ahead. It looked like it was never going to... It looked like you were never going to make it. It looked like you were never going to... To make it on the other side. But God is actually saying that I was there. And this is just not a test. It's to strengthen you so that when you're on the other other side, you know what to do. You are more than prepared to receive what is on the other side. I received a question from Sepang um, on on, on Twitter, Sepang Moilwa, on Twitter. We were speaking about, you know, my book and writing. I'm supposed to be busy with my synopsis. I haven't even started, guys. Oh, my gosh. I have to write a synopsis of my book so that it's it's, it's, it's submitted to a publisher and all that. So I was telling him, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But then the question was that, so all this work you're doing it alone, the shooting podcast and writing a book. And I was like, yes, I do it alone. And... I think at that time, because I was thinking at this book, I'm like, okay, I don't actually care about views. I don't care about how many people are viewing the show, but each one person that is actually listening, viewing, this means a lot to me, right? It means a lot when someone is listening and, you know, is being blessed and it's not about numbers for me. 
I think I posted, I have, I'm posting on YouTube, the vlog, I'm posting on YouTube and on, on, on Facebook. And Facebook has this oh, uh, logo, whatever going on. It doesn't reach to people as it used to. Like when you post, your Facebook, your, your, your post doesn't reach to your followers. Like it to reach about like five people. And that's weird because they, they, they're actually pushing their Facebook ads stuff. So YouTube was like a new thing and literally it doesn't have a lot of views. Um, but I never get discouraged about that because for me it's about what the healing that is this whole thing is bringing to my life. For me, this whole show, this whole, doing all this is bring sort of healing. So that's 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 what it, you need to realize what why you started. Re- realize why you started. Why do you start doing something? Um, yes, everyone is moving. Yes, everyone is is going ahead of the curve, but you are still behind of the curve. Yes, everyone is getting the job, and I'm still behind. But you are left to start over. You are left behind to start over. Yes, I'm doing the show and it's just getting one view. Yes, it's okay. It's fine. I'll continue doing it because there's a sort of healing that I received through doing this. Through me doing this. And there is someone out there listening who is getting healing. This is important. Uh, not important, but I, I encourage you to, you know, do send me those voice messages. It encourages me that, oh, this is actually someone listening. Oh, this is actually, you know, this is where I can improve. This is where I can add on. So I'm so really, you know, waiting for you guys to send through your messages um, and your, 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 your voice messages. Um, yes, Charles. So, I'm sorry for that noise. I'm sorry for that noise. Um, so it's very important. It's very important to know why you started something, knowing that you are left to start over. And what you are going through is not permanent. That God has a solution for what you are going through. God knows your struggles. God knows why you had to go through what you are going through. And that was for a reason. And you didn't, you're not just going through it because you have done something wrong. So there's power to your words. Some of us, we speak against what God is supposed is going to do in our lives because we don't believe what God is about to do. That's why we see Zachariah being um, mooted because he didn't believe what God was about to do in his life. You know, God didn't want Zachariah to mess up the whole setup by not believing. So what is it that you are not believing God will do in your life? God has shown you everything, has exposed you to that car, has exposed you to that job because you have access to it, because you have access to what God has exposed you. didn't just God didn't just expose you to it, but he exposed you because you have access to that. So you need to prepare for transforming, prepare to transform, prepare to move to a certain dimension. Prepare because you were left over to start over. And, and, and don't be discouraged when you don't get, um, you know, 
acclamation, you don't get the praises enough, um, when you don't get the views, you need to start, God told me to start this, and I'm doing it, I mean, being, I'm being consistent with it, and I'm happy with my consistency, and that is bringing so much joy, so it's important to be consistent, when you start something, be consistent, remember to be consistent, because God is moving you to the other side. He needs to know if you will handle the other side, if you can handle this side. If I can handle the study that I've seen, I've seen a study that I'm going to be working on. Guys, if you listen to my podcast, I don't have a studio, I don't have a mic, I don't have whatever, so you might hear the sound. It's not really that good. For those who are watching me, you could see my current state and stuff. But it's all consistency. I've done more than... 20 episodes though on the podcast it's like 15 episodes I've done more than 20 episodes and it's obviously a blessing and it's it's healing for me and I guess it could heal someone out there you know so it's important to understand that whatever that has happened is giving you access to something else it didn't just happen it, it is giving you access to something else that you 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 never thought you had. It's giving you access to something else. You're having access to something else. You're having access to something else. Um, yeah, I, I hope you really got blessed with the snake. And you are ready to move to a certain point in your life. Where you understand that life doesn't usually go the way we plan. But we need to know the power of words we need to speak positivity we need to prophesy over our lives we need to be consistent consistent to what god has bestowed in our hearts if we're not consistent consistent then we might not receive what god wants us to receive because there's still things that he wants us to receive before we could get where he wants us to be so remember be consistent consistency is key be consistent. Whatever that you do, be consistent and continue doing it. Whether you get acclamation, whether you get people saying that you're doing the right thing, do it and do it and do it until God says stop or when God takes your breath or whatever happens. But continue doing what you do um, because you are left over to start over. They left you, friends left you, people left you. You are left over to start over. So, yeah, that was a word for someone. Um, and I hope you are blessed by the show. Thank you for listening and thank you uh, very much um, for, for, for your endless support. And I hope to hear from you. Please like the podcast. It's on Radio Public. It's on iTunes, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on Breaker, it's on Anchor, it's on Podbean. Those are the seven platforms that it's on. So guys, please, 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 please subscribe, like, share, and thank you very much for watching and listening. Catch you next time, and I hope you remember that you are left over to start over. That left over gave Naomi hope. Well, you know, it gave Naomi hope. So I want you to see hope in 
that dire situation that you are in when you're seeing everyone making it and you're not making it. Goodbye.